continue with this Braxton Family Values review for Episode 2, Season 7. So everything starts off with the mom, Evelyn, meeting up at a restaurant with her girls. Everybody's there except for Tony. Tony, she's going to be catching a flight later on tonight for the slumber party. Okay, so Tracy, she goes on to say that she's still, you know, not really feeling, she's not okay with the situation, but she's good coming together for her sisters to be there for Trina, and she's just going to be adult about it, and Tawanda, Tawanda's like, she's just going to, um, she's just going to wait it out and go with the flow. She says she's going to give Tracy her time to heal. She's not going to rush her, and it is what it is. They're coming together. It's not even about them. It's about Trina. And then, so, Tamar, <laughs> she explains that she didn't get the itinerary, and she didn't know when the wedding starts. She didn't know anything that's going on. And little Logan, he's in the wedding. So, Trina's like, I know I sent it to you, but she's like, not a problem. I'll send it again. Because she's doing everything herself, all the planning, all the organizing, everything. And then she's planning a whole total wedding that's out of state. So I know that's got to be frustrating. So then, this is Evelyn. She asks how the bachelorette party went. <laughs> and Tracy was like, oh, it was nice. It was nice. <laughs> and Tamar, she says it was the nastiest bachelorette of Saley party she's ever been to in her life. <laughs> she said it was the diggling's everywhere. It was a diggling factory. Diggling's here, there, everywhere. She said, matter of fact, it was even Diggling Brothers. Matter of fact, I had one of my purse, uh, which like one, and always went to her mom. It was so hilarious. Tamar, I love her when she's in a group set with her sisters. I love when they all vibe like this. I hope they can really, um, this is just good to see. And then, so Tamar, she wants to do a redo. She wants to give a wholesome bachelorette party without all the shenanigans stuff and then they like, um, why are you giving it? And she's like, well, I'm the one that was most recently saved. And then Trina's like, again? And then Tamar's like, well, you got to stick to a telephone. So then Trina, she gets a phone call. And everybody's like, what's wrong? Because they can tell by her face, like, oh, something's not right. And the phone call was the people for the cake. She's having cake issues. And her cake is supposed to be a peacock with cascading cupcakes. But the people who are designing the cake, she said it looks like a duck with pears coming down. <laughs> and that's so horrible. Poor baby. And then she's like, it looks like it's marshmallow. She said it's just a yellow duck. And it looks like a big old marshmallow. And I am so, and she was so angry, and she was like, oh, I'm so bad. I want to curse. So Tamar covers up her mom's ears, and she curses. <laughs> and she's like, I don't want to be a bridezilla. And I'm like, poor thing. You can tell she is so stressed out. And I know what she means. Well, I don't know personally, but I can see where she's coming from as far as that's got to be so frustrating. The most important day, who wants a duck 
details. Those are stuff that will drive you batty. Poor Trina. Later that night, Tony arrives for the born again bachelorette party. This is Tamar's version of the bachelorette party because she said the one uh, Tawanda gave was too brunch. <laughs> so all the sisters are there and they all have one of their little cute PJs and everything. And when Tony's walking in, she wants to know what's up with all the Jesus stuff. Tamar had uh, wine and all kinds of stuff. Looked like communion, everything. <laughs> so they start to fill Tony in. Uh, they start to fill Tony in on what happened at the bachelorette party, and Tamar comes into the room, and Tony is like, "Um, why are you dressed like John the Baptist?" <laughs> Because Tamar is over the top. She is so extra. I love it, though. I'm here for it. <laughs> and um, she says she dressed like John the Baptist because she had to keep Jesus in the family. Somebody had to keep Jesus in the family. And then, so, Tamar is explaining what happened at the bachelorette party and all you hear was bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> we don't even know what happened because all you hear is just bleep, bleep. They had to bleep everything out. She didn't give the PG version like she gave to her mom. <laughs> so then she starts splashing like holy water and stuff around, and somebody gets on Twine, and Twine's like, um, don't be splashing that sample water on me. Stop playing. And then Tony, she's like, uh, yeah, no, uh-uh, don't do that. <laughs> so then Tamar, she, um, she delivers the, oh. <laughs> so she says prayer because she wants to deliver the dangling spirit from Tawanda. <laughs> and she says a prayer for that. And then she breaks out with a melody, and right on cue, the sisters, they all fall in line, and they break loose in a song, and it's like, bless the Lord, I can't, I can't remember how the melody of the song goes, but it was a bless the Lord song, and it was so cute, it reminds you of when they first started out, remember when they first started out, and they were so fun and happy, and you could just tell they genuinely had a good time and really vibe. This is what I got from this scene. And it was so good to see. I love when they all are in sync like that. I love it. So then um, after that, Tamar, she condemns, you know, of course, the party activities that she's finished explaining it. It's all bleeped out. And Tony and the girls, they, um, I'm sorry, give me one minute. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so when Tamar finishes explaining all this, Tony's like, look, everyone should have a little bit of, tiny bit of freak in them. And Tamar was like, oh, okay, you a freak too. <laughs> and Tamar needs to stop playing. We know, Tamar, you are not... Virgin Mary, stop it. <laughs> so then Tony, she wants to know why they let Daddy see. Because he's not a singer, she says. <laughs> and Trina's like, well, he wants to sing. And they're like, mm, 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 mm. So they're like, well, why don't you do like a routine with him or something? And 
So they all again jump up on cue. They do this little. It reminds me of the dance from. Um, <laughs> what's that? I'm a drumline. Remember when they were battling against Morris Brown and they were like, duh, <laughs> like that. That's what it reminded me of. It was really cute and fun. So then after they break out in the dance and all that, um, Trina brings up her cake and she shows Tony a picture of the cake and Tony was like, oh, and the picture, oh my goodness. Oh, that cake is terrible. <laughs> oh, that is stressful. And Trina was like, um, so Tony gives her a hug. She's like, oh, when she saw that cake, she was like, oh my goodness, you definitely need a hug. <laughs> and then they bring out a prayer. Well, actually, Tamar, she's like, well, you know, let me say a prayer for the cake. So she goes on to say a prayer for the cake. And she's, you know, good old Tamar, you know. <laughs> and she's praying, and you know she's over the top. And then she gets, she says, let the cake be. <laughs> she said, let the cake be exemplified. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, you guys. Let me say it in case you didn't hear me. She said, <laughs> let the cake be exemplified. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Tamar is so crazy. Let the cake be exemplified. A duck cake. <laughs> and everybody, they bust out loud. It was so funny. And like I said, it is just so good to see all these sisters together. It is everything. I loved it. This scene was amazing. At Trina's wedding rehearsal, her brother Michael was not present, and neither was her brother, uh, her little nephew Logan. And she noticed this right away. But his family was all there, and um, she walks up and she greets them, and she's like. Hi, A.T. Judge Maybelline. And I'm like, huh? What? Judge Maybelline? Let me find out, Judge Maybelline, your A.T. Trina. So, but he's, she's presiding over the wedding, so I'm not sure if that's his mom or his auntie or what her relationship is to uh, either one of them. Interesting. <laughs> so they come in and Trina, you can just tell there is so much tension in the air. She was so dry. You have all these people there on time, prompts, waiting for you. And, you know, her and um, Vine, they did a real dry. Hi, how you doing? Thank you. Welcome, welcome for coming. But you got these, oh, is this during COVID? Because I was about to say, you can't go hug and greet somebody, but yeah. <laughs> so, it was just, um, you can tell, I'm going to be honest with you now. You can tell they got into it in the car. They got into it on the way there in the car. And it's bad. <laughs> so... After that, they get ready to do a quick run-through. And Trina, she still, you know, feels some kind of way that her brother and Logan are not there. 
questions or asking her, you know, what do we do, you know, or what, you know, stuff, you know. And both her and Vaughn, they're like, I don't know. And everybody's looking like, kind of like, okay, but they're hanging in there being a good sports. But Miss Judge Maybelline, <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember that song that's written all over your face, but yeah, that's her. <laughs> So, Trina, she's like, um, she's not, it's just, she said, this is not a good start for a wedding or a marriage. A wedding and marriage. Hmm. Interesting, huh? For somebody you're getting ready to marry for one rehearsal dinner and two people, you know, not showing up for the rehearsal. Why would that give you cause to think that it's uh, not a good start for it? Because I'm going to be honest with you guys, this is a red flag. And I don't know if you saw the first video, but I mentioned that I just feel like it's something with this Vine character, and I just hope I'm not correct, but it seems to be so, but I don't know. We'll see about that one, so. <laughs> yeah. And then, so after that, um, Trina, she says, you know, she's a good start for it. Okay, so after she uh, stresses that, and that's in the confessional, so she didn't say that around anybody. And then... She is kind of, you know, and Vaughn asks her, he's like, are you going to have a better attitude tomorrow than she does today, than you do today? And she's like, um, first of all, I guess that might have been kind of rude in front of everybody. He's like, are you going to have a better attitude tomorrow than you do today? I guess because everybody could sense that she did have attitude. I mean, you could tell the tension was in the air. You could cut it with a knife. But do you know what Trina said to this man? I don't think you're ready for this. I hope you sit down. <laughs> she walks off and she asks him, does your baby daddy? <laughs> oh, my goodness. If I tell you that is not the perfect side of trouble and paradise, your baby daddy to your fiance? <laughs> no, 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 no. That doesn't seem like a good anyway. So that to me, I just wanna before I move forward a little bit, I just wanna, you know, say what the significance of that is. I mean, you just said this to your fiance. And you're asking this man, this is his baby daddy, so that means that you're implying that he's a female. Am I correct, or is it just me? I was like, wow, where did that one come from? And I'm going to be honest with you. I sure hope it ain't that much tension when they walk down the aisle. <laughs> so then, you know, Judge Maybelline, she's like, as Trina, you know, walked away to go help her dad or whatever. She's like, yeah, stress, it'll do that to you. And Vaughn says, you know, it always ends up being his fault. And then, you know, Judge Maybelline, she's like, no, no, it's not. And you can tell by the expression on her face, she's over it. <laughs> so 
Don and uh, Trina, they do want to jump the broom. So she's actually, actually, I think I did mention that Judge Maybelline, she's the one that's going to be marrying them. So they practice the actual wedding ceremony. And by this time, the mood does lighten. Thank goodness, it does lighten a bit. And they want to jump the broom. And she said she's never done that with any of her previous marriages. And that's something her and I wanted to do. So that's what they're going to do. And cool. <laughs> so then... The a gentleman comes in and he says, a delivery has arrived and there's like, yeah, you might want to come see it. So, of course, it's the cake. Because I think she had, well, I'm pretty sure she had another one ordered because she didn't want the duck cake. And I'm assuming that this is that cake. And she's as she's walk, as they're walking to the door, she's like, "I hope this cake doesn't, you know. Hopefully, this cake, you know, make doesn't turn out something bad." Or she made a comment, and she's like, "I hope the cake doesn't end up bad or whatever." And sure enough, <laughs> sure enough. And when they got there and looked at the cake, oh my goodness, how disappointing is that? That is so disappointing. Oh my goodness, that cake looked like it was just no love, no care, just thrown up in there. But it looks good. I am kind of hungry. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so the cake, it, it just... And then he's like, um, did we pay for this? And she's like, yes, we paid for this in full. And... They're like, oh, my goodness. So now they have 24 hours to get another cake. And they are not too happy about it. Tony arrives at the Seasons Hotel where Trina's at so they can have some girls talk, catch up and things, see how everything went. She comes in. She's like, where's the uh, champagne and this and that? Trina's like, one minute, I'll be out. <laughs> So she comes out, and she comes out in her dress, and it is so, 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 so beautiful. And her dress is made in Israel, and it has the best of beading, and that's what Tony says. Tony knows about those Israel beads. <laughs> but it is. It's really beautiful, and it fits her really nice. It's really gorgeous. Then Tony asks her, she's like, so do you have something old? She's like, her mom's giving her a necklace. Do you have something new? Tracy's giving her shoes. Do you have something borrowed? She said, the mom's necklace. And then Tony's like, no, you can't have the same person <laughs> give you something, you know, do something. So she's like, no, I'll have to get something for you to borrow to loan to you <laughs> so you can borrow it. And she's like, what about something blue? And she has her garter. So the dress, like I say, the dress was really nice. So they go ahead, grab them a little cocktail and get comfortable on the couch. And Tony asked her how to, about the rehearsal. How did it go? And Trina lets her know that Logan and Michael did not come. And Tony asks why Logan didn't come. And she said she sent her assistant over to Tamar's to pick Logan up. But Logan wasn't ready. 
And Logan wasn't ready because Tamara said she didn't know. She never got itinerary. She didn't have any kind of notice or anything that, so, you know, when the, re- when the rehearsal was. So, unfortunately, Logan wasn't able to go because of that. And Tony let her know. She was like, I didn't get an itinerary either. And she's like, uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> and she's like, no, I didn't. And poor Trina. Trina is so stressed out. And you can tell she has a lot on her hands. This is a lot. But this huge wedding, it's so easy when you're doing everything yourself to let things fall through the cracks. Little minor details just fall through the cracks. I don't really understand why she didn't get a wedding planner, especially seeing as she's not going to be in the same state. This would alleviate so much tension, stress, and stress, I'm sorry, so much stress and tension from her so she could enjoy her beautiful day. I mean, or at least the days lead up to it. You want to enjoy that time. You don't want to be stressed and cause unnecessary extra stress when it doesn't have to be any. So, yeah, poor Trina. <laughs> and then she, um, so Tony asked about the cake. How did the new cake turn out? And <laughs> Trina politely goes, grabs her phone to show her a picture of the cake. And Tony can't believe it. She's like, this is the ugliest cake I've ever seen. And she showed the picture. It was terrible. It looked like a duck. <laughs> it was bad. And she's like, "Isn't it? I thought it was supposed to be a peacock. Aren't peacocks blue? And she's like, yeah. He's <laughs> like, well, why is this one albino? Uh, weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's weird. It looks nothing like a peacock. I don't even... Remember seeing feathers? I think they showed something. It looked really bad, didn't it? I would have never guessed the peacock from that cake. <laughs> so Tony tells her, she was like, don't worry about it. Me and Tamar, we're going to fix it. She said, Tamar's really good for stuff like this, and it'll be her way of making up for being late to some one of the events she was late to. And Trina is so relieved, and I am too, because... <laughs> That's so much. Oh my goodness, that's one less thing, Trina. One less thing. I'm telling you, girl, you should have got that wedding planner. You were so worried about getting the important beats for it to be able to go on the dress. You should have did the most basic, important thing first and got you a wedding planner so you would not be stressed out. I'm telling you. <laughs> Tamar and Tony go to find a cake for Trina. So they meet with the pastry chef, and when they sit down, and he asks them to describe what they're looking for. Tamar says, her sister has a ghetto cake, and she they came there because she got a ghetto cake disaster, and every time she says that, Tony just cringes. She's like, Tamar, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> but she just... You know, Tamar, she just keeps on going. So then she says, yeah, it's the worst cake. And she asks a man, would you like to see a picture? Tony's like, Tamar, don't show him a picture. Tamar, don't offer to show the picture. The guy, he's like, sure, I'd like to see a picture. Tamar shows him the picture. And he's like, oh, my, yeah, that cake is pretty bad. (laughs) He said he's never seen a cake that bad. And so... 
he goes off. He's like, let me go grab my pastry book. As he goes off to grab that, Tony and Tamar are discussing why she's being so extra. Tony's like, Tamar, you don't have to say ghetto cake. Just say she didn't get the cake of her dreams. Bless Tony Tyre. She's so PC. <laughs> but they end up finding the cake, and they need the cake by tomorrow morning. And the guy, he tells them normally it uh, takes about a month, but for them, he's going to go ahead and make it happen so they can get their cake by tomorrow morning. They have to pay a little bit more, but they're okay. So then as they're leaving out, Tamar calls the guy, Steve. She's like, bye, Steve. And Tracy, T- Tony's like, um, his name is not Steve. Where are you getting that from? She's like, it's on his jacket. But his name is Paul. I think he has on the wrong jacket. This next scene is a quick little scene where everybody meets up for dinner. Pre-dinner the night before the wedding. Vaughn gives up and he gives a speech at the dinner and he thanks everybody and for welcoming him and his family into their family and he says that he will do the same. And after he gives his speech, him and Trina, they have a little kissy kiss and Tracy's like, not to call your mouth, don't open your mouth, no tongue, you know, just playing around, being silly. And Vaughn, oh my goodness, he gave a look like, would you please? Shut up. The look and the disdain that is on his face. I'm like, mm, that man, I'm going to be honest, I don't think he cares for Tracy. I really don't think he cares for her sisters in general, probably besides Tony, because they're also over the top. And you can tell he just doesn't have patience for the shenanigans, for anything. He just looks like the fun police. Oof. Then Trina, she wants Evelyn, her mom, and her dad's fiance, she wanted them to be in the same room so they can set the tone of them being around each other before tomorrow's wedding because they're both going to be there tomorrow. But unfortunately, Miss Wanda, she wasn't able to make it. So Trina feels some kind of way, but she still wants them to sit together. She's still feeling a little bit nervous because, like I said, they haven't been in the same room and many, many, many moons. <laughs> in the final scene, everyone gives a toast and quick scene ends with that. Another quick little scene where Bond shows around the mom and the girls around St. Louis. Cute, cute, cute. And then they go to the arch and they get on the, in the egg and they go all the way to the top of the arch. Tawanda and Tracy, they ride in the egg together, and they're getting along really good. They're laughing, smiling, cracking jokes, and that's about all for this scene. And the wedding day is finally here. Trina's getting dressed and getting prepped and ready and getting all cute. And Tawanda comes in, and she's concerned because she's wondering, like, what's going on with these details? They seem a little unorganized, especially the seating arrangements. Tawanda tells her, look, don't worry, I'm going to help you out. What time do you need to get dressed? So I guess in the meantime, she goes to try to take care of any little arrangements that she can. She has a really big concern, and she may be correct about this one. 
But Trina, she's worried about being upstage by her sister's outfit. She's like, Twan, I know you're wearing some little hoochie-coochie dress. And she's like, no, I'm not going to upstage you. And then they show Vaughn's scene, and the first thing they show is him over there just complaining and griping, Mr. Fun Police again. They're putting on his shoe, and you know how they help with the shoes and different things, and he's just complaining. He's like, I don't need any help putting on my shoes. I can put on my own shoes. I've been doing it for years. Dude, chill out, relax, and let the dude do his job. My goodness. Then they show a scene with Vaughn and Trina's dad. Trina's dad, he's a hoot. And he gets to doing that dance. I don't know what the name of it is. The one where you put your hands back and forth, sway them around your hips real fast that the little kids like to do. <laughs> and the dad does that. And he got some skill. I said, okay, daddy, let me find out you can move. All right. Trina can't find the seating chart. No one knows where the seating chart is. And then, so Trina just tells him, she's like, just use the first two tables for the family only. And then Tawana explains and finalizes the seating chart to her assistant and to the other lady. Because she's like, don't worry about it, Trina. I'll take care of it. So Tawanda, she takes everything, control of everything. She lets him know, look, these two tables up front are for the family. Please sit my dad at this one. She wasn't specific, though. She did not explain not to sit the dad and the mom together, so perhaps that's the reason for all the confusion and the chaos. So they but so they see Miss Wanda and Miss Evelyn at the same table. And can you say awkward? <laughs> it was so awkward. They didn't speak, they both just sat there looking like just weird. Super weird. Nervous energy, like they were just trying to ignore each other, but it wasn't quite working. <laughs> and then so someone finally comes over, and they move Miss Evelyn to the right table. And then she says in her confessional, she's like, Miss Wanda looks so sad. Then she goes on to say she's glad they set her there because she realized that she had the victory over it all. And she said, look at God. Is that so, Miss Evelyn? Uh, I'm just curious to know, what victory did you have? Lady, it has been 22 years. What victory do you have over somebody who is now with your wife for 20, with your husband, your ex-husband has been with him for 20 years? I'm just curious, what victory do you have and what victory are you trying to get? There shouldn't even be an issue between you two. Your kids are grown. It's not like he left when they were little. I think they were teenagers, and I know it still affected them or whatever, but Miss uh, Wanda, not Wanda, but Miss Evelyn, I need you to get over the situation. And the only reason it was awkward at the table is because of you. You make things so uncomfortable. That lady doesn't feel comfortable speaking to you. Even if she did cheat with your husband all those years ago, it's really time to get over it and move on. You shouldn't have any issue being in the room with that woman. I mean, I know it's hurtful. You've got a lot of children by him and things like that. But my goodness, if 20 years doesn't heal a wound, I don't know how long it'll take to heal a wound. The wedding! Yay! 
right before the wedding, Trina's concerned because people are being, people are late, and she's really concerned about that. And she's concerned because they only have a certain amount of time. They've only rented the venue for a certain amount of time, and they have certain things they need to do within that time. And she can't understand it. She's on here on time. Why can't everybody else be here on time? That's really concerning her. And then she's like, why is my wedding not starting on time? She's like, look, let's get this going. I'm ready to start. Let's start. Let's get let's get to it. <laughs> and because the sisters aren't in the wedding, Tony, she comes up with this brilliant idea to have all the sisters hold the train while Trina walks down the aisle. They don't show the entire wedding, but they show the beginning. They show Vaughn waiting there for her to walk down the aisle, and they show Trina and her dad getting walking, getting ready to walk her down the aisle, and as they're leaving out, the sisters, they're behind her holding the train, and... Tracy, she bumps into something or trips or something, falls. I don't know what she does, but she fumbles and looks like she's knocking down a fake, a fake tree that was right by there. They didn't show the whole thing. They kind of ended it, the episode with this part, so they're going to show the actual wedding next episode. But it seems like a rocky start. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. I really appreciate you guys. Please uh, comment below if you have any comments. I really would like to know, what do you guys think about the situation with Miss Evelyn and Miss Wanda ending up at the same table? What do you think about Trina not including her sisters in this wedding, was that a good idea? And what do you guys think about Vine? I would really love to know what is you guys' opinion on him. I don't know if it's just me. I see a lot of red flags. I don't know if it's something about this guy, but I would love to get you guys' opinion and see how you feel. Hope you all enjoyed the video. Thanks for watching. If you care, like, comment, subscribe, and share.